0: You don't know, you don't know, you don't know I am the one that you've been looking for Sound like the sun when I'm heading on tour You'll realize and reply with bonjour Say your reason, uh, Don't want to text me back But I'm okay with that Say your reason, uh, You might have set me back But girl, I'm still on track Say your reason, uh, You never liked my style I wasn't worth your while Say your reason, uh, Wanted to see you smile But you was oh so bad Say your reason. So hey much. y'all, it's your girl, Sumanji, and welcome to the 37th episode of Avocado and Honey. Um, If you haven't already, go ahead and check out the last episode uh, featuring Christina of Thick Girl Yoga. Um, I interviewed her when I was out there in LA. She's a doula and just an overall amazing woman. So make sure you check out that episode. Um, Today, I have the lovely Keisha. She's the creator of the Give Back Tour. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's because she was the last episode's Lemonade Pick of the Week. How you doing today, Keisha? Hi, everyone. She's amazing. Um, So yeah, I want to talk to her about the Give Back Tour and just like her plans and just like how she became this amazing woman. So let's start in the beginning. Like, how did you become Keisha Johnson?
1: I'm assuming on a bed. Um. (laughs) Um, So, yes, my name is Keisha. I'm from the South Bronx. And I guess I became more vocal when I woke up and realized. I don't like woke up. I don't like Mm -hmm. that term. When I realized that there were a lot of injustices happening and that some of the issues that I was facing and that my friends were facing wasn't our fault. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Do you have, like, a particular, like, one particular experience that was like the turning point?
1: Um, so when I was a kid, a lot of kids were dying crossing the street in order to get to my elementary school. And I remember my mom calling Bronx 12 and getting on the news and demanding that the elected officials got us crossing guards. And something about that always stuck with me. My mom would say, if you have an issue, write a letter and make sure that you're being heard. And it's just so important for for me to be able to share that with other people, mm-hmm. and and give, I want to say, the, and give back pe- to people what I've learned in order to protect themselves from
0: injustice. So, um, when did you start the give back tour? Like, how did this come about? Like the actual plan to travel throughout the fifty states and everything. Um, oh, actually, let's start. What is the give back tour?
1: So basically, the give back tour is me and of photographer, videographer, going throughout the 50 states, documenting the black and indigenous experience in America while sharing poetry, um, exchanging community activism tools, and just learning from the experiences of people who look like me in other places. I'm from New York City, so a lot of what I've seen is is just concentrated into, in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize until I did my homework how segregated other states were, and how much help we actually need. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the give back tour.
0: And do you, or, like, did you, because you already went to Newark, mm-hmm. but did you have any kind of, like, expectations for, like, when going to the different states? What were they? Um,
1: so m- my expectations were that there would actually be a community activism group or an l- underground group waiting for me, for mm-hmm. me to just find them. And I'm sure they are, and they're probably so underground that I haven't heard of them yet. But um, I went into a space in which everyone was reciting poetry and talking about the injustices that they were facing, or talking about love, and talking about anger and resentment for society, or for the rent not being paid, or something. So I expected that people would already have the basic level of self love. Mm. Um, I walked in and I'm talking to people and I'm like, "Have you ever heard of an affirmation? Have you ever heard of, you know, just giving yourself 10 minutes to yourself? Because I realized that so a part of the give back tour is also giving people tools to help with their journey of self-love. I don't feel like, I personally don't feel like we can start a revolution or or fight our injustices until we know who we are. Right. Um. So a part of the give back tour is just sharing how i deal with how i deal with living and, and experiencing um this this system um so i expected that if people were able to vocalize their anger and their frustration about injustices that they would also have or also be able to show or sh- or understand Bare levels of of love, mm-hmm. of self love.
0: What was your experience like in um, in Newark? It looked like the feedback was very positive.
1: Um, yeah. So I I know that when I spit poetry, I go I go off. Boss. I'm either <laughs> I'm either like loaded lux or freaking uh, I don't know like Tupac. I be I be trying <laughs> to just I be trying to share my story, and I think it goes back to what I believe spoken word is. Um, and what's that? Telling a story. So my story is rough I'm from the South Bronx so of course I'm gonna it's gonna come out the way that that I am or who who I am is going to show by the way that I speak um, so they were very shocked they were just like this girl got on like calorie shells and her afro and I can't believe she's like really spitting bars right now but yeah um, I got a really, lot. really
0: quick the um, the video that I seen from Newark you always reminded me of the teacher from the um. Magic school bus, like the haircut oh, yeah. and the earrings and stuff, but well, of course the black version. Right.
1: But yeah, you're really adorable. Thank you. <laughs> um, And yeah, I think my swag is like really like laid back. Yeah. So they were just like, this is not making any sense why, why it's coming out like that, but Straight you got to ask me where I'm from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. And then also because part of the Give Back Tour, you um, create a specific... Um, spoken word for that particular city. Right. So, what was it like um, preparing for Newark, and like, how do you plan prepare for like the other um, city or states?
1: That's a great question. Wow, that's that's why I don't be doing podcasts. That's why Angie be doing the <laughs> podcast. She know she know how to get the answers and stuff. So, I've the first thing that I did. I'm glad I have my notebook out. The first thing that I did was actually look up New Jersey. I'm not familiar with New Jersey because I'm not from there, but the con- uh, let me see. Right here, I got from the census that we are fifteen percent of New Jersey's population. the African Americans are fifteen percent of the the Jersey population. Um, New Jersey has the worst racial disparities within prison populations in the country. African Americans are thirteen percent of I'm sorry, 13 percent of New Jersey's population, but over sixty one percent of the state prison population. Black youth are 24.3 times more likely to be committed to a secure juvenile facility than their white counterparts. Mm -hmm. So just reading that, and then also I looked up the Sentencing Project. I think everyone should look that up. Uh, It just has the stats of states and how the disparities between this in the states about how how many white people to black people to Hispanic people are being incarcerated. I mean, you I know you don't need the Sentencing Project to figure that out, but that's a a tool that i used and mm-hmm. it's just when i was reading that about new jersey i hadn't put my pen to paper yet and new jersey's right next to new york city so for them to have i, I was trying to figure out where was i going to go first cuz i want to go to cali cuz it's warm hey. <laughs> i want to go to atlanta cuz i heard it's lit like but when i was thinking about where was the first place that i wanted to go and i was just like let me just look up some of these places and new jersey had the worst racial disparities in america and they're right next to New York, and they're a blue state, it was like, that's the first place I need to be. I could just take the New Jersey Transit over there. Mm-hmm. I could be there in 20 minutes, and I could share myself with them, and hopefully they could share something with me. And I, I'm grateful to the contacts and the people that I met at the Cry Out Cave for really for really being open and honest and, and helping me with my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, the Give Back Tour, I wanted to become a nonprofit um, so I can teach little kids in the South Bronx mm-hmm. about how to write a letter to your lo- local elected official, how to stand up to injustice, um, and just history and our knowledge and, and our c- collective knowledge. A lot of us don't know our own history because mm-hmm. of we've been indoctrinated into America's system. So, yes.
0: And also to you, like, you you do a lot of amazing things. Like you were going in about like, um, self love earlier. And I do appreciate, cause I follow you on Instagram and, um, I do appreciate the things that you, like you go take the go above and beyond to kind of assist everyone else in a way. Like when you did the, um, the thing in your apartment building and you like put letters Aww. up under the building. Can you explain what you did?
1: <laughs> so this was all my Insta story and not too many people like remember this. And that's so cute. Um, mm-hmm. But I was just upset one day, and I'm, like, lighting Palo Santos in my crib, and I hear someone above me beating their dog, and it's just a lot is going on. The police is outside. Like I said, I'm from the Bronx, and there's a lot going on. And I was, like, I'm sharing so much with everybody else, but I'm not really, like, with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it, So people joke on me because they're, like, you know, the conscious circle. The Conscious Circle in Brooklyn, like we all hang out with each other and we Mm. all do things with each other and we all go to one person's event and the other person's event and and we're not doing enough consciousness collectively for everybody. And that stuck with me and that was a conversation that I had with someone who decided he wanted to jump out of the Conscious Circle. Mm. The Conscious Circle is not a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was like, what am I doing? This is before the Give Back Tour. What am I doing to actually help people? Because that's all my overall, my purpose in life. When people say, what will you do before you die? I won't. Well, Rosella says that. What will you do before you die? I have to ask myself that. What am I going to do? What is my legacy? What do I bring to the people around me? Mm -hmm. Not just Angie, but everyone around me. People that might not say good morning to me in the morning. So I wrote um, affirmations on these little post-it cards that I got from Blick. And they were different colors. I think color is a thing that we need. And um, I slipped them under everybody's door. And my brother was like, well, what about if somebody throws them away? I'm like, well, what about if one person doesn't?
0: Right. So, yeah, I, I did that on Story. You do a lot of dope things on InstaStory. Well, in real life, and you just document on InstaStory. Yeah. But so um, this weekend I did see Black Panther. Um, did you see the movie? I did. <laughs> what do you think of it?
1: Um, it's all mind control. It, it, it's it's not a thing wakanda is not a place um How, why
0: why why is it mind control like why would you say that
1: i feel like the hype first off i'm not familiar with marvel so yeah, i will is. say that if you're a marvel fan and black panther for you was just an extra like comic that you used to watch or read and that you enjoy and that you wanted to see on the center stage and that's perfect, and that's why Marvel came and wrote this movie. It was for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are somebody who believes that... I don't want to come for nobody, but Black Panther is is not... Black Black Panther is something that we should be watching with an aesthetic distance. It is a film. It is not real life. It's not based on real life. It is a make-believe place, and I see a lot of people putting energy into a make-believe place, and... I don't, I don't know if that's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's where I was, uh, feeling the theme. And then I actually seen the film and it's just like, I know, but I do appreciate some of the things that came with it. Like, um, even though Wakanda isn't real, it's, it ha- it's making black people kind of appreciate being black. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wish it didn't take Wakanda to do that. I wish, it, you know, we, we kind of already knew or, like, all the actual people who have been putting the work in for us to let come, to let us know that we are beautiful and things like that, like the actual Black Panthers in America and stuff. So, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, like, I do appreciate that. And also, like, um the conversation. Like, what do you think about, like, the actual, like, storyline and stuff?
1: Well, we're talking about how... Killmonger's character was, like, left in Oakland. Yeah, and then, like,
0: his whole beef with, like, um, Wakanda because he they left him there, and they, they have enough resources to help black people everywhere.
1: I, I can't even comment on this because Wakanda is not real. There are no... We have the resources. The resources are really in Africa, and they're really being taken away. Like, people are really controlling Africa right now so that we don't have these resources. Um <laughs> I think the most ridiculous thing in that movie was that the CIA agent <laughs> the white CIA agent was so helpful to Wakanda yeah. because we know for a fact that every time the CIA comes into Africa, something is happening that is not really it's not for us. It's not good for us.
0: But That's that, true. We were in the um the film or in the, the theater every as soon as he like um spoiler alert, but like as soon as like they uh, what's the, the main guys, the Black Panther? What's the, the main T'Challa, yeah, when he took, save the damn CIA agent, everyone was like, and then when he woke up in Wakanda, everybody was like, oh, shit, like, you know, we kind of knew it was going to happen, but it was a plot twist that he actually was a part of them. Like, but Don't
1: we do yeah. that all the time? Don't we allow, don't we help people that shouldn't really be getting our help? Yeah. Like, yeah, Wakanda forever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Wakanda forever. So what else are you working on, Keisha?
1: I am also writing a book. That's dope. Right. <laughs> uh, thank you uh it is a couple short stories a lot of poetry i really want people to understand the journey that it took for me to be me
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i started off just a regular hood rat girl um i can't jump double dutch no <laughs> no um so i guess not that good of a hood rat but you know i i never saw i never I never saw past eighteen. I didn't think that I would live that long,
0: Wow, um eighteen is so young,
1: yeah, but i I never saw life past there because bullets would ricochet my building mm-hmm. and one of my friends, one of my good friends, he went to jail at sixteen and he ain't coming home so i my my community was plagued with with crime, and I would question why why is it like this? Why did I grow up in this what What is the reason why? Because my mom would take me downtown and we would go to the park on in Central Park, 72nd. Mm-hmm. Sand and all of this. And I would look at everybody else's house and everybody else felt safe. But why don't I feel safe when I go home? Fast forward, 2014, I'm standing in, at the Triborough Bridge and there's a gun in my face. I'm being told, get the fuck off the bridge. But yet somebody, another black man just died.
0: Right.
1: Um, and I felt like... Actually went to a panel and I spoke to this man. His name is Kevin Powell, and he was just like, you know, not all of us is going to be on the front lines. We all have something to contribute to, to fighting back. Mm-hmm. And what is what is your purpose and what are you going to do and how can you help the revolution? And all my life I've been writing, so this is my way. So yes, I'm writing a book. You have a um a title. I don't have a title yet I was thinking of putting it My Instagram name
0: Okay uh, Okay
1: Yeah Hooray Hippie
0: I think that would be a good, a good name Good title Yeah but I'm I'm not too I'm not stuck on it No? No I did you see Or I seen on Twitter That I like, guess some people Were like um Affiliating Hippie With just like Being a weed smoker And stuff And you are like Nah
1: Yeah so a lot of people Was running in my DMs And they're like Oh I got a split for you <laughs> And I'm like Oh I don't smoke Um, so, yeah, people think hippie means that you just smoke and you run around with no bra. And it's just like, nah, I don't do conventional, what conventional norms say that I should be doing. Right. And that's what the hippies were doing. They were fighting back, uh, whether it be music or not wearing a bra or (laughs) just speaking out. Mm -hmm. I think it's important for us not to get caught up on just weed smoke. Also, for the record, since I'm on record, I will not be smoking any legal weed wait why until they let all my niggas free I feel it so yes
0: and I hate or I don't want to jump around or whatever but like um on the give back tour on the Instagram you kind of started the book club Mm -hmm. um in which you wanted people to read the new Jim Crow and just bring like some like something to the table to help fight this whole thing that's going on to help start this revolution um When did you read the Jim Crow and what made you like because you've been very vocal about this book. I have it. Mm -hmm. I haven't finished it yet. But um, yeah. So what about this book that you make it like you feel that most or all black people need to read it?
1: All right. So I don't know when you go into college and you're in your first English class, they say this is the book that you should be reading and whatever book it is, who knows? So, for me, if you're trying to fight something, you need to understand what you're fighting. Right. And the, that was the new Jim Crow for me. Um, that was the, the starter book to working my way through the other books. Um, Michelle Alexander is a beautiful writer, and she documents in details, and she has all her facts backed up. She also credits people that were on her team that helped her back up that history, so... Shout outs to Michelle because she really gave credit where credit was due, and mm-hmm. she really spoke up for us on our behalf, and really made sure that we were aware of what was ha- what was happening to us, and and why this will continue to happen to us. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the the book. I think it's a good starter for anybody mm-hmm. who wants to to learn about America mm-hmm. and themselves. So.
0: Yeah, I'm only um, still on the first chapter, but what I appreciate about the book so far is um, her basically giving us her experience with it, like kind of just showing her change too, like in the beginning how she said she would never even – thought that the system would be like this because she's she works in law and everything in the government and she was just saying how like it just never crossed her mind like how could this system be like this and it took her seeing that sign that says like the war on drugs was the new jim crow for her to kind of just start doing research and just actually realizing that like this ain't what we thought it was so yeah shout out to michelle alexander alexander thank you for that book um and what what was the deal with the um the book club
1: um so I don't have a book club I should say that it was Black History Month um, book of the my book choice if Mm -hmm. anybody wanted to read something for Black History Month and I wanted to have a space where people could talk about it Um, but I realized that it's New York City and it's cold so the most effective way that I can reach out to everyone is through social media Um, so I will be making sure that maybe I should have it to where people ask me questions that they want answered for the book I will do that and then be able to talk about it maybe on like insta story or like google hangouts so that people are able to tune in
0: yeah um yeah that insta story is probably be um ideal too cuz people can like text right. or can't you do like um team up with people on insta story now i, I don't like, know i've seen people they like oh this person is going live with this person and i'm like i don't know how they doing that that's google i never click in but i'm old here I'm old. now
1: at all i, I am kind of old like old soul no like i can't keep up with technology is over it's over, ever changing you said that the next couple conversations that you're having on the podcast are going to be a bit more serious mm-hmm. so i want to know what which what is avocado and podcast geared towards oh. doing next
0: um like the next couple episodes mm-hmm. i mean after this one it's going to be kind of like off and on like this one's a more serious topic. And then the next one I think is probably going to be on cryptocurrencies just because like, I mean the whole point of avocado honey is to prepare like the black woman, women of color, but mainly the black woman um, basically trying to teach um, or just give out information of the things that I wish I've learned when I was younger and not the, the, realizing all this stuff like in college or after college. So um, yeah. So cryptocurrency is like preparing for the future. It's just, like we, I don't want To be left out because it's just like if this is new wave, I feel like black people are usually late to the party when it comes to things like this, like cryptocurrency, the whole new wave. So it's just like I feel like we can get that information out. So if any black person understands it and wants to be a part of it, they'll be able to because the information's here. And then just like a self-love and just black awareness and just conversations like these. So just like I'm finding a whole bunch of other people that are doing um, similar things, similar amazing things um, as you are. And we're just getting this dialogue started. I hope that answered your question. I mean, I feel like I was just dabbling. But... um, So
1: cryptocurrency, and then a little bit more black. black. It's going to be real...
0: um, It's real black.
1: (laughs) I think it's always been super, super black. yeah. Yeah, because
0: I'm a black woman. I can't really relate to much else. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it's it's similar things. Like, I just found a couple, like, women and men. And it's just, it's some, like, leisure things. Like, I probably do, like, a wine episode. Or, I mean, and if you guys listening want me to um, find someone to talk about anything in particular that you're interested in.
1: Wine is a great one because it's a conversation uh, starter. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I found a black man who's um, from Harlem. <laughs> right and i'm yeah, just like let me <laughs> i'm going to go to a wine tasting first um just to get an idea and feel for make sure you know he know he's talking about and everything and it's not a front and then um uh-huh. what no for real how would you
1: know if it's a front anyway i mean
0: I I, I I don't know i guess if you have the confidence and stuff i would believe it right i guess i could go home and oh google God, those,
1: this so.
0: is, this is merlot girl i'm going to go what is merlot <laughs> on the side in my uh, google and i guess like i don't know I guess it's just all vibes. I feel like I would know someone's being involved here now. Like, we, we all got that programmed in us. Like, we know. That's true. Yeah. Do you want to say um, the, the spoken word from Newark? Yo, I have be been watching that one-minute video all the time on Instagram, and I low-key already <laughs> know that one minute, and I haven't heard the rest.
1: Um, sure, why not? Let me hold this for you. Yeah, here. Um, somewhere between the creamy crack and bitch smacks, I got back right where the ancestors wanted me to be so creativity at peak they think I'm stupid they trying to disassociate myself from me through media and societal norms but I release I don't want that energy unkept my ass address me as queen and everybody that got melanin see New Jersey Asada wants to know what have you done for blacks lately and I heard Asada is what you fear so Asada Asada, Asada, three times and she'll appear in Women who are fed up with the way that life is Turn this country upside down I feel revolution in the air Yeah And it was Martin Luther King's birthday on Monday, right? Well, I ain't taking no days off It's still war on sight America's gotten smarter with the way they make us martyrs No more strange fruit in the trees It's their bodies on the street I live a block away from where Khalif Brada hanged And our grocery store produce section has seen better days, I'm sure so stop telling me if there's so stop telling me there's no war. If you ain't want me, you should have left me right in the shithole. But we all know it didn't work that way. And America's still playing these ga- these little games. They say reparation's a trigger word for the white people, eh? But so is calling slaves migrant workers today. These trigger words and trick on words had me and my sister fighting in the basement. She turned around and said, You hate white right people, you're a racist. Check the definition, it says nothing about power, so I guess to be prejudiced is racism now. I'm embarrassed. Be weary of the ways of the world. Be weary of the ways of the world. I'm weary of the ways of this world. There's a war going on that we ain't safe from. Check yourself and your day ones. Recondition your temples. It starts with self first. Ashe.
0: That's so beautiful. And I just want to say this, like you are probably um, one of the few people that I know, I know there's many out there, I just haven't met them yet, but you're the one of the few people that I know who just like really love black people. (laughs) Like, I don't know, I know that sounds crazy, but it's just like, you can like, like, you know, when people, like when I get emotional over something, people always be like, why, like, why do you feel so strongly about this? And I'll just be like, I'm black, like, why don't you? But it's just like, you, 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 like you just love black people and then I feel like it's, and it's not unconditional because, you know, if you feel like, it's like if you need to pop off, you it's, it's necessary. Oh, like, you, you will do it. But it's just like, <laughs> other than that, like, it, the love is there. And I appreciate it. It's not unnoticed. I appreciate everything you're doing. And I just want to know that it's not unnoticed, girl. We see you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about before we go into the lemonade pick of the week?
1: Um, I just want to say thank you. And please subscribe to Avocado and Honey yes. podcast if you are not subscribed. She already said it, but I'm going to say it again. <laughs> Uh, Angie is doing great work and she is promoting other black people people of color if you don't want to be called black because that's the argument I've been in recently the the moors yeah the moors is on my my instagram (laughs) um so she is really highlighting people of color and the great work that you do in the environment or in the community so thank you Angie thank
0: you no problem okay um All right, y'all, so now it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. And this week, I want to give it to what people are calling, not People Magazine, but just like people in general. There's a documentary calling this woman the Palestinian supermom. Her name is Manal Tamimi. And I want to give her the Lemonade Pick of the Week because um, she's just like a supermom. Like, she's not only protecting her own children, but other children and people in, um, in a Palestinian village. So basically, I don't know if you know what's going on, but it's basically war, like it is here, but like legit getting shot up bombs every day and she's out there with these bloody children bloody people yelling at the people with guns demanding that they get out of her house being treated like a you know a human and it's just like it's just like no one's doing it and this woman's out here protecting her village protecting her family and it's just like i appreciate what she's doing i mean i don't really understand exactly what's going on there but this is powerful And amazing that she's That this one woman is doing this Like she's like a nurse too Like she's aiding people I'm getting all this information From um, Al Jazeera I followed them on Instagram And they posted something on her as a video I believe there's an actual documentary On it as well So if you want to check out The Palestinian Supermom You can visit aljazeera.com And again her name is Manal M-A-N-A-L Tamimi T-A-M-I-M-I You are this week's Lemonade Pick of the Week Thank you for all that you do okay so now it's time for my favorite segment um to love a black woman so that's where you keisha you get to say something that you either love about yourself or you can say something that you love about a particular black woman so mom sister cousin auntie or you can say something that you love about black women in general
1: okay so you know what since i'm here right i'm going to say that i love angie Smanji because she is so dedicated to Avocado and Honey podcast. You have no idea this girl. You don't have any idea what's going on in this girl's personal life, but it don't matter because there will be a podcast up and running. She's making sure of that. Um, And she is one of the hardest working women of color that I know. Also, Barbara from Raw Art. Yes. will make sure that there is something up on YouTube, Raw Art TV, all the time time this girl has never yeah. stopped working for herself and it's women like that that push me to work as hard as i work because we that's what we need in order for well in order for me to to really be on my shit i need to see other people really on their shit so smangy raw RTV, let's get it yes
0: Yo, shout out to Barbara putting Brownsville on the map. Yo, she going hard. Like, she putting every artist in Brownsville on Raw Art TV. And I respect it, girl. Put your city on, your neighborhood, because it's not, yeah. Shout out to, um yeah, thank you. Oh, Keisha. Ha-
1: happy belated birthday to both of them.
0: Yes. Yeah. Wait, when's Barbara's birthday? Barbara's birthday was,
1: like, maybe, like, three weeks ago. My
0: birthday was, like, three weeks ago. So,
1: if yours was three weeks, then four weeks.
0: Oh, it was, in, it was January, January. Yeah. I do remember it. No, it was yeah, it was like January twentieth. Yo, thank you, and yeah, and thank you. Like you said, um, it's motivating to see everyone on there, on doing their shit. Yeah, and you may not feel like you're doing a lot, but you are doing a lot. And like I'm saying, just seeing that 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 love you have motivates me to just want to be a better person and to you know just move with love. Yes, move with love. Yes. (laughs) So, um, like you heard, Keisha, go ahead and subscribe to Avocado and Honey on YouTube and wherever you listen to this episode on. I'm um, also um, follow avocado and honey. The Give Back Tour. We can we can actually let's go ahead and do the plugs. Where can the people find you, uh, Keisha? Um.
1: So yes, you can find me at the Give Back Tour. Um, I also have a Twitter, Hippie, and an Instagram, ahudrahippy. Oh, I, I like to do this too. I'm, I'm gonna do it right now. A okay. H O O D R A T H I P P I E. das me. She got her own
0: house. She got her own car. That's where I'm from, right? That, yes. I, yeah, yes, yeah, my that's little good. boosie. Yeah, little, little boosie. <laughs> um, you guys know you can find me. No, I'm just kidding. Please follow me on Instagram at underscore mangy and please follow Avocado and Honey on um Instagram as well. That's how you stay up to date with all things Avocado and Honey. Um, The videos should be coming back soon. Give me like a month or two. There will be more uh, content on the Avocado and Honey YouTube channel. Um, As always, I appreciate every single listener um, who tunes in every other Tuesday. And I do appreciate all the love you guys are giving me on Instagram. The DMs are wonderful. They do be making my day. Um, Again, feel free to DM, send me a message or whatever on any social media platforms if you have suggestions on topics that we can talk about. Because I can find somebody and we can talk about it. Um, Again, I appreciate y'all. Bye.